0: This episode of Geek Loves Nerd is brought to you by DrawYouAPicture.com and GoDaddy, where the code PODNAME121 can save you on your next domain name. Check it out, peeps. We have a theme song. Enjoy. Try not to dance. Geek Loves Nerd. Nerd Loves Geek. Serve. She has a gold, man, I gave her on her left wing finger It's a fire. that's enough, I figure And if she hasn't figured out, I stink We don't have much in common, just our kids and our red get along Hi, this is Geek Loves Nerd, episode number 45, brought to you the week of May 2nd, 2009. My name is James, and I'm the geek. And my name's Jen, I'm the nerd. And we're just a married couple trying to figure things out, just trying to make things happen, trying to stay married as long as possible. We're doing pretty good so far. How many years? 13, 14? Almost 13. Almost 13. It's awesome that I knew that.
1: I'm <laughs> 13 a great, I'm, or 14. I'm a
0: great husband. Um... We we are here at uh, the Marriageability Conference in Sheffield Family Life Center in Kansas City, Missouri, joined by some awesome uh, live People, some real people. My daughter calls real world, she calls it real town. So they're here with us in real town. And uh, so thank you, those of you that are listening uh, via podcast and those of you that are here with us live. Uh, today on Geek Loves Nerd, we're going to be talking about the, the idea of opposites attract. And this is a topic we've been wanting to cover for a while because the whole show was based off that idea that here is a, a, uh, a, a gamer, geek, pastor, children's person, guy. Um, and married to a valedictorian, uh, CPA, smarty head person. And, and we have absolutely nothing in common. Uh, got married way too young. That's right. And uh, how do we make it work? And so that's, that's really what this, what this is going to be about. And though this is a live show and though we're recording it and all that kind of stuff, feel free, audience, to you, you have a benefit that no other listener in the history of the show has had. You can interrupt and uh and and throw questions out there surely in every conference i go to there's always one person that likes to throw questions out that they think nobody can answer so you can be a real big jerk right here on the show and embarrass me oh it will be gosh. great now <laughs> um so anyway we'll, 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 what we usually do with these is we go through and i do a few bullet points jen does a few bullet points and we just talk through uh what has made us work because again um jennifer and i are completely different um, for instance, let's, let's just go through some of our, of our differences right now I love um, I love staying indoors a lot mm-hmm. That's how I unwind I like just staying at home
1: And I, I like being anywhere but home I like to go out, I like to go to stores I like to do outside stuff mm-hmm. Anything but sit at home
0: mm. um, I like uh, video games
1: mm, I, I don't
0: yeah, she does. She likes them <laughs> Yahoo video games, them ones about serving people pizza and oh, yeah. and making puzzles <laughs> disappear, like Tetris. She likes Tetris, so she's secretly a little bit more like me than she might think. Um, I like, I like, uh, I like being married. Yeah, I'm okay with that, too. See, we do have a few things in common. <laughs> our, our our basic premise of, of uh, this class is going to be that society and the media and America and whatever has taught us and conditioned us to think that superficial similarities are what make a marriage work. Even Match.com and all these different commercials talk about 44 areas of compatibility. And a lot of times I think marriages are, you know, over 50% of them are ending in divorce, and I think it's because of stupid things like which way the toilet paper rolls you know is it out or in is what movies do we like well we don't go to movies together uh i like hiking and he won't hike with me and so we have as a society i think a lot of folks have decided to judge their marriage by the standards that have been set for us rather than what really matters so um let's real quick talk about the um Because there's a difference between differences and disagreements. And really, we're going to focus on both because differences would be like we'd mentioned before, I like inside. She likes outdoors. I like video games. She likes to read, um, and I'm not real crazy about reading. Those are differences. And then there's disagreements, which is would be concepts on how we're supposed to discipline our children, or you know, how much time do I spend with you versus my friends, and can we have separate friends, or do we all our friends have to be married couples? Those are those are things that we can disagree about. Um, so we're going to try to touch on both of those. Uh, Again, differences are preferences, things we enjoy, and disagreements are things that we believe in. So um, so superficial similarities don't matter. Uh, Would somebody mind closing that door for me? That would be huge. Anytime there's children. (laughs) Children. (laughs) We got rid of ours right before the first class. But, Jen, talk to me a little bit about um, just superficial similarities or whatever, whatever bullet point you want to hit.
1: Um. I mean, I think the the first thing we can touch on is that it it does seem like, and I always kind of thought this too, that if you don't, if your spouse doesn't want to go do the exact same thing, you know, you don't want to go to the mall with me and pick out pretty dresses and and, um, you you don't want to go hiking, those kind of things.
0: Squirrels scare me.
1: That there's... (laughs) That there's nothing that you guys can do together because we we don't like the same things. We don't even like the same kind of movies. We don't even you know like the same TV shows. So how can we possibly make it work because we don't even like the same things? Mm-hmm. And I mean, one one big thing that that we've discovered through all the years is um, just giving in on your side of it. Like maybe I don't really want to see a action. You know, shooting whatever kind of movie you like, but I mean, I'll go see it and, and I'll enjoy it almost as much as I would another movie. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it's just stuff like that where you actually enjoy the activity because you're together and you're doing something together, and you know, there's there can be a lot of give and take where. You you do something together that one of you likes, and then you turn around and do something together that the other one likes. And the big key is you're still together, and you're still enjoying things. Well, I
0: think a lot of times compromise to people means that nobody gets their way.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And, And it usually is one of the biggest arguments that we've ever had, even 13 years later, is where do you want to go eat dinner? That thing will make you want to <laughs> yeah. get divorced faster than any other question in the world because there's tons of places. We don't, I don't know if you're like me, but I only eat one thing at each restaurant, and it's usually the first thing I ever got there. So if I want a hamburger, there's only one place to go. Jen doesn't like hamburgers. She loves hamburgers. She hates the fat in hamburgers. She's a, no, kind like of a health nut. She recently replaced our Pop-Tarts with 20% fiber Pop-Tarts <laughs> that taste like paper towels with jelly on it's them. It's
1: better for the kids. They don't notice. <laughs>
0: That's another thing we don't have in common. I have taste buds. She apparently doesn't. <laughs> but, um, but compromise is, is what Jen had said. We found that I do something she likes, and then, we, then then she can't cry and complain when we want to do something I like. And I found that I, can, I try to outdo her, and it's a competition. Rather than trying to pull her into my stuff, I push myself into her stuff so that she actually has less to complain about when she has to do my stuff. And it worked itself out most recently at vacation. Vacation is a time, couples sometimes can get really, I know me, I'll just speak for me, I can get really selfish at at vacation time, because it's, I want to relax, and I want to get my money's worth, and all the kids want to do is ride these goofy little Disney baby rides, and I want to go to the roller coaster, and I want some time for myself, but I don't want to leave my wife pushing a stroller while I'm in line, you know, for two hours for a roller coaster, but that's what I want. Well... This last time, I finally got it all squared away. And I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to do any of that. I'm going to stay here as if there's not a roller coaster in this park. And we're just going to do baby stuff, baby. And I had a blast. I had the most fun at all because there wasn't that stress. It's like driving down the highway. You can keep up with the fast people, but you're going to have to pass all the people in the slow lane. You're going to get ticked off of them. Or you can slow down and have people pass you. And you just got a straight don't ride don't home. Care. It's great. <laughs> I, I, was, I didn't put myself in a situation where there was going to be conflict. And what that does is it, it, it just helps. Now, Pastor James, what do you say? Um, I'm never going to get my way. and I'll, it, it, Well, past, if you believe what Pastor Westlake says... You know, marriage is, is 100% giving of self, not 50-50. It's not what can I do for you so you can do it for me, even though that sounds like what we just said. What we're actually saying is I'm going to do for you and do for you and do for you, and I'm going to trust that you're you doing the same thing for me. And we both get thing, We both get our needs met. There was a movie called A Beautiful Mind, and the whole concept of that that guy's theory was if you help other people get what they want, then you'll get what you want. And honestly, he didn't think that up. That's That's the Bible, you know. Um, that's that's you treat other people how you want to be treated yourself and so uh, with with the superficial stuff my theory is none of that matters because when Jen and I got together how many, I don't even know how many years ago what it was the year before her f- junior year in high school so we were high school sweethearts Wow, um, we didn't have a lot in common even then um, but uh, we, we talked on the phone a long time, and we found out that what we did have in common was our core values. We believed the same thing about God and church and, and right and wrong, and even our politics matched up really close. And that has been the thing that has carried us through more than anything. Mm-hmm. It's not about... The books we're reading, or the stuff we're doing, the stuff the media tells us is important. Um, it's it's about those core values, about parenting, and about uh, how we should be with each other. Um, but also, I guess I want to I want to discuss a little bit about differences as strengths because that's what we put in the. It's probably what drove you. How do you turn differences into strengths? My 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 theory is that the things that make us different, the 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 things that the world would tell you make you incompatible are the very things that can bind you together. Um, hit, hit that, because that was one of the things you'd written okay. down.
1: Um, uh, when people are opposites, it, it actually complements the marriage relationship, because, you know, if one person, say, is good at fixing stuff in the house and real mechanically strong, and another person does the finances, I mean, you don't need two people that can do the finances, because only one person really needs to take care of them. You don't need two people who can fix things around the house. It would be nice, though. <laughs> I mean, yeah. But, I mean, if you'd rather, have, you'd rather not have two people who can fix stuff and nobody can do the finances, and then your finances are a wreck. I mean, it's better to have one person who's strong in one area and someone who's strong in the other areas, and that actually makes the whole marriage partnership work better.
0: Or if you want to talk about somebody, one of the, one of the more down-to-earth things is I'm a talker. When I'm in trouble, when I feel like uh, something wrong, I want to talk it out. I'll talk it out all night. She, she'll talk any other time in the planet, other than when we actually I feel we need to talk. And that's been that's been something that that drives us crazy. Is I talk too much, which reminds her of her father who loved to lecture all the time. And and then she won't talk, um, which reminds me of my mom who would get in the car and leave every time there was a problem. And I had to worry if she was going to kill herself out of anger. And so. There, there's, a, there's a situation right there where differences um, seem like they're going to divide us. But if it, it, later on, we're kind of getting that order, but we might as well say it now. If you will take the time to find out why your spouse believes what they believe, you will have complete uh, or a more complete understanding of why they are the way they are. You heard me say right there, I know why she, she clams up. And, she, and And she knows why I want to pull stuff out of her. And if you can understand that, because what, what, what the superficial tells you is, he wants me to talk, and I don't want to talk. I'm not saying anything. And, and, and the superficial tells her or me that she doesn't care because she doesn't want to talk about it. She just wants to leave. But now that I know why, I can, I can defeat that and push that down. It doesn't escalate the problem. It actually brings it back down. And I say, James, if you want to talk to her, if you want to open her up, you got to shut up. you got to calm down. you got to do what she's doing. That way you can bring that out. My theory is that, that differences are like puzzle pieces. If all puzzle pieces were the same, they wouldn't stick together, would they? But it's because one has a hole a place, and another one has a a part that sticks out. Those parts link each other together based on their differences. And because I'm a talker, that can come out in different ways. I can be the one that can help her express what's going on in her head. Because i found that if I can actually figure out what's going on there, and I I say just a bit of it, she'll finish my sentence. And then I've pulled something out of her. And if I can get down to the core issue, that's when she'll open up. Because I've proved her wrong. I am not her dad i'm her husband and i'm here and i love her uh and and so i can't think of any other examples but i just know for a fact that you know the world is telling us we all have to be alike and i'm telling you if we were both gamers i would hate that because i would never get to play i like (laughs) there are benefits (laughs) to being different i don't have to wait in line to get the controller i can sit down and play um but uh Differences are strengths because the other the other person can accommodate them and help them. If 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 uh, Jennifer's somebody that doesn't like making phone calls and I I don't care. I'm fine with that. I can make the phone calls. I can I can do that favor for her. And now I've I've done her. I've been a blessing to her and I've helped her out. That binds us together. Otherwise, if I. If I saw it the other way, I could get mad at her. Make the phone call. Call the phone company and tell them not to switch our phone off. Come on. It's just a person that does, I don't like doing that. Ah, you're crazy. You're driving me nuts. Why don't you like me? Um, other- but I can make that phone call for her, and that difference turns into a benefit. You see what I'm saying? I hope, I hope you can take and apply that to uh, situations in your life. Um, uh, what, what's, your, what's your next one? These, these notes are a little less perfect than our last class's notes.
1: Um, we could move on to when differences cause disagreement.
0: That sounds good to me. Let me make sure um, we haven't gotten anything here that I missed because I feel like in our relationship, we've had to work a lot harder than this class is leading us to believe. <laughs> um, I, I Another thing, I guess, in our, in our relationship that really messed us up early on is a priorities. I had put in so much more priority on being me than i had being her husband um and again we're talking about selfishness i guess going back to full circle but um you know when you're married it's like two rocks and you rub against each other and those rocks have have areas that they that they they chafe against each other pieces are going to fall off and the more they rub against each other the smoother they're going to get until you've eventually smoothed each other out but in our situation, I guess I was trying to be, figure out, who, you know, you get married at the worst time in your life, usually in your 20s, early 20s, late teens, and it's where you're still trying to figure out who you are and, mm-hmm. and, and uh, trying to be happy with that and trying to be in your, everybody's face with who you are. You, your fashion steps up, your faith either goes down or steps up, and then you're, then you're getting a spouse that needs you to, to modify a little bit of who you are to accommodate them. I even had somebody tell me one time, I'm not going to get married because you have to change. You have to change who you are. And I was like, no, that's not true. And then I said, no, yeah, it is. You do change, but you become a better version of yourself. To say that you're not willing to change means you're perfect, and that's pretty prideful. Um, I know in our relationship, every single day I spent with her, I became a better person. And the things that I compromised on and gave up Or change the way I did it and I'm talking about my hobbies I'm a hobbyist I love doing podcasting all that kind of stuff but I've learned to do that in the context of the family I've got to make sure that that my chores are done I've got to make sure that the kids are in bed I've got to make sure that my wife uh, that the house is clean and I've turned something that could separate us I mean how many husbands do you know they go golfing all the time wife's not there they they there's this new world of Warcraft game that people are spending hours and hours on online. Wife's not involved in that. Those things can separate people or I can do it in a way where I've been able to bring my wife in to a podcast. We do this every week. Um, it's a time for us to sit down and talk about, catch up on our family, tell people, believe it or not, people want to hear what's going on with their daughter (laughs) and the stupid (laughs) things she said that week. Um, but we've been able to take something that was a difference. Jennifer wasn't a big talker, but she comes into my world for a little while, and it's actually become our world. And then I go in there, and I've yet to go into her CPA world, though. <laughs> Haven't done will. that. But I do the dishes every single night, and that was something James, Pastor James, wasn't gonna do. I, I we made a deal: if you do the iron, iron, or I'll do the ironing. If you do the dishes, I never ironed. So. <laughs> yeah, that's
1: how you ended up with the dishes.
0: <laughs> but. Uh, I'm telling you, man, I I get a lot more free time when I put myself in the back. Um, We teach the kids in Jam City that joy, J-O-Y, is Jesus first, others second, and yourself last. And that's that's how Christ loved the church, and that's how husbands are told to to love their spouses. And so your stuff's important, the way you unwind and relax. But when you put that first in your life, your wife is going to fight you. But if you put it in the back, she will make sure you get time to do it. It doesn't seem that way. It seems like she wants to work you all day. Uh, I, I remember back in the day I used to say if I wasn't if I ain't no good to you or no if I'm not working for you I ain't no good for you. That's what the way I feel, and I, and so I would fight that. But when I gave into it and I will just do anything she wants, that's when I can just disappear for some time. Or she'll she'll tell me go down there and do something. You're getting all on my nerves. You put the dishes away wrong. No. <laughs>
1: no, I don't complain about that. No, dishes. she don't.
0: She knows better. <laughs>
1: So. Um, there was one point we we didn't touch on, is that a lot of times opposites end up getting together where you have you know two people who are just completely opposite in personality or in likes and differences. Is because you when you chose that person, you admired or you liked that quality in that person or you felt like you didn't have that quality yourself. Like, I'm not particularly creative, and he's very creative. And so that was something, you know, I admired in him. Um,
0: I'm not real smart, and she... She was valedictorian in high school, so I like that about her. She hates it when I tell people, but, man, I'm proud of that. I was in the the group. You know how they they organize when you come into graduation by by your grade up to a point, and then all the dumb kids are mixed in together? I was one of those dumb kids, so can I get a witness? No, I don't know. I can't believe you called us all dumb.
1: So, I mean, so... You just have to to learn to look at that, that sometimes those differences seem annoying, but really um, those traits are something that you originally really admired in that person, or you would really like that in yourself and and try to use that to influence you.
0: Well, often it becomes annoying because your greatest strength is often your greatest weakness. Um, I won't use myself as an example because I have no great strengths or weaknesses. Uh, I'm just that neutral kid in the dumb group. But I, I have a friend, his greatest strength is he sees potential in people like nobody I've ever seen. Um, and he's my mentor and friend but his greatest weakness is he latches on he sees potential in people that nobody could ever see and he latches on to people and and hangs on to them longer than most people would because he sees it so much that he's blind to reality about them and it is, it is one of the things I admire the most because he gave me a chance to flourish and I proved him right thankfully um, all too often though people prove him wrong and, and he, they you know but uh, again, that can be very annoying if you were his spouse and you've got this loser hanging around that he's trying to mentor and, and you're like, what in the world? Well, he's wondering, he's got potential, I don't know. Um, I know with Jennifer, her detail-orientedness is, is one of my favorite things about her because I'm not real detail-oriented. Me, I don't make the bed when I get up. Me, I brush my teeth, but if I miss one, no big deal. I try to get each one individually though uh but 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 also on the other hand i can have a conversation with her and i she'll say what time is it and i'll say you know it's 12 and she'll say no it's twelve thirty-one, sweetie and that kind of stuff will drive me nuts <laughs> why did it matter and if you knew why did you ask but then my daughter does the same thing my little girl she's like daddy yesterday what are trains made of i'm like metal she goes no little trains that's what they're made. Of. So she had imagined each car was a train. They're made of little trains, Dad. And I'm like, okay, four year old genius. Thanks. Don't even ask me any questions. Just fire me as your father and move on. Go get a good dad. That's what the rest of America's doing these days. But um, anyway, that that that's that's huge. That that what you what attracted you to them could be the thing that pushes you away from them or <laughs> annoys on. you a lot. But again, I, if you don't get much for the, from this class, take away and, and those that are listening from home on the on the iPod. Uh, take and and try to make negatives into positives think about ways the things that attracted you to that person initially are still there and uh, you can you can focus on them or you can change your mentality and make it work and uh, it's gonna take selflessness and it's gonna take a lot of work now let's let's switch from differences into disagreements because I think that breaks up more people than anything and I think it's because when people get together they go on dates and they go to movies oh we both like that movie oh let's get married or, oh, we both like this song, you know, the the stupid uh, Unchained Melody from Ghost. You know, that was like everybody's <laughs> song when I was in school. Um, you know, so let's get married. Well, then the song gets old and the movie comes out on DVD. You watch it a few times and then you're left with children and finances and and in-laws. And you're like, oh, we, we forgot to see what we thought about all of this because we was in love. We loved each other. Um, let's talk about what you do there when, you're, when your differences are... Uh, are negatives for real.
1: Um, one of the big points that you've got on here, too, is, is um, to try to find the reason um, why your spouse is thinking the way that they are. It, it'll help you understand. It'll make the whole situation a lot less frustrating. And it, it'll just help you see their point of view and, and understand where they're coming from and help you be more compassionate.
0: One of our pastors here, Pastor Felt, said one time, to, to, to know all is to understand all is to forgive all. It, the more you know about your spouse, the more you will understand uh, why they do what they do, and the more you can forgive even, even things that will never change about them, things that you may just have to live with. That's why God loves us all. Why doesn't he kill all the bad guys? Because he knows them. He loves them. He may even understand them, even though that breaks my mind. Uh, he wants them in heaven, you know? That's what my daughter asked me. Why didn't why, why didn't God kill the bad guys? He loves bad guys. Oh!
1: <laughs>
0: what? Well, I love you when you're bad. Oh, yeah, okay, cool. That works. Um, here, Here's the other thing is realize that you both have the same goal. Now, if you don't have the same goal, and, and ultimately at, at the very surface level, it ought to be to stay together. That should be the goal because we're <laughs> going to get along and not kill each other. But if you don't have the same goal, then focus on that, and that's a different class. So that's not the, the yeah. point of this one. But... Um, is our differences our disagreements come because we think we're the only one with the right answer and again is does that speak to us of of being a little self-centered that my way is going to work and your way is stupid you know that's what we think uh i i i think you know with discipline with our children things like that um we do agree but if we didn't uh you know, there, there could be a, a husband that wants to hit him and a wife that wants to do timeout or vice versa. I know my mom always wanted to hit me a lot more than my dad did, <laughs> uh, especially with a brush or a shoe. thankfully she didn't wear high heels. It was all flats, but, uh, man, y'all is a hard crowd. I'm just going to say, you y'all, y'all can smile a little bit. I know the jokes ain't funny, but it's good stuff. Okay. And feel free to step up the microphone if you want to. It's all good. Um, um, we're going to open the floor. We're, we're almost done with our segment anyway. But um, r- realize you both have the same goal. Uh, be willing to give your spouse their way to be selfless like Christ was. Because even if they're wrong, the best teacher in the world isn't my nagging. And it's not my willpower. And it's not my voice out shouting yours. It's real life. Um example, when I was a kid, my mom could tell me a hundred times, keep your bike out of the rain, keep your bike out of the rain, keep your bike out of the rain. And and maybe I would, maybe I wouldn't. But when I left it out in the rain, real life showed me it there was a reason why she was telling me that, because it rusted out. And the next one I had to buy. And you know what? That bike stayed inside, didn't it? Because I learned my lesson. And she could have fought with me for years. Keep your bike out of the rain. Keep your bike inside, keep your bike inside. I would have just not listened. Uh, But I learned because of real life. We can do that for each other. I, I tell you, the mark of a great relationship isn't superficial similarities. It's, does this person I'm with make me want to be a better person every single day? Are they someone that I love so much that I realize they deserve a better person every single day? Um, and I'm tell you, that's, one, that's the thing we do have in common is I love her and she loves me. Uh, you know, the, the song is jokeful, jokingly talking about the only thing we have in common is our kids and our address. But we have a love of, for God. And I saw a diagram one time. It was like a triangle. If you could keep that triangle in the air, there's the little man and there's a little wife and God's up at the top. And uh, a lot of people try to live their relationship like this where they try to move closer to each other. But they showed me only traveling up Toward God, do you notice how they're coming together? As and that's that's how I got married. I got married before God. I got married and committed, I brought him into the relationship. But sometimes we try to connect with each other on these superficial levels. And I would even wager to say that our beliefs are, are even superficial when you talk about God. When you bring God into it, does it matter if I believe once saved, always saved? Does it matter if I believe spanking versus timeouts or old school versus new school? Does it matter if I watch movies and what rating is my personal choice? Um, no, it, it matters are we both trying to be Christ-like? Because if we can knock that one down, the rest of it is just going just gonna to come uh, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all of these things will be added unto you. Uh, so, yeah, it's been a, it's been a big help. Jen is someone that makes me want to be like God, bec- not for my own benefit, but for hers. And uh, and even though I'm really close already, you know, that's <laughs> oh been the gosh. nice part. Is there's really nice. not a lot of work to be done. <laughs> yeah. It just it's uh-huh. just it just flows naturally. I am a pastor after all. Oh yeah, that and means we are perfect. really perfect. Yes, <laughs> very very humble too. Uh, um so yeah uh if you don't want to do the same thing for fun one person likes outdoor stuff and the other likes to stay in compromise and sacrifice well we we knocked that out right at the beginning yeah we touched on that is there any, any usually in the show at this point we would play a little song and then we would have uh voicemails and and stuff that that come in from our listeners so we'd like to open up the floor if you have any comments input questions or even challenges if anybody wants to say something grab the microphone and go for it. At least one of you. Th- this, this, uh, this young lady right here, Ramona, she's been like pointing at everybody around her because she really wants to get up there and say something. Come on, you're going to listen to this later and you'll be like, why didn't I get up and talk?
1: I'm enjoying it. <laughs> well, yeah. good. Yes, yes. Good <laughs> I don't
0: know what Okay. You really do have to look on the positive though because if you don't,
1: you know, if you, don't, if you don't recognize some positive qualities, you'll get lost in all the negative stuff. You it's know, true. start saying, oh, that guy don't do that, that guy don't do that. Pretty soon, you don't see any of the positive qualities at all. You know, like, we, we've only been married for a year, you know, so. Mm. And uh, I, I, I love him because of this and this and this, but sometimes I can get really picky, you know, mm-hmm. and say, well, you don't do that, so, you know, I'm going to do that. <laughs> you really do have to. What she, Recognize the positive
0: what she had said is that um, if, if we don't have a microphone, they can't hear you at home. But what she said is you have to focus on the positive. That you can get really hung up on the negative side of things, and you do need to focus on the positive. And that and there's a there's a truth behind that, and it's that that you're, you need to love that person how you want to be loved, and judge don't judge so that you won't be judged. Because the way you love that spouse, and if you're looking at their negatives, don't think they're not going to do the same thing to you. And it's it's like the most jealous person in the world is, is the person that's cheating on their spouse, you know. If you notice that, they're always thinking the other person is, is cheating. And it's them. And the guy that, you can't, that can't trust anybody in business, he's the one that's cheating everybody else. Um, and so you don't want to be that person in your relationship. And uh, so, so what I was saying is don't, don't look at the negative in the other person. That way they ain't looking at the negative in you. you there, there are those things there. But they're they're issues that you need to work out. They don't have to be stumbling blocks. They're not things you have to plant your feet and say, we're not going to move past this. I want to do that. I want to put a tent down. I want to make a camp. And I'm going to say, we're going to visit with this issue until it's gone. But again, I'm not God in my family. I am the spiritual leader in my home, but it's up to God to deal with us. He's the potter. We're the clay. My job is to stay flexible and willing. Um, are, are faithful, still. Uh, Clay has two things it does. It stays still and it stays flexible. And still means faithful and, um, and flexible means willing. It's God's job to pick and choose what issues he wants to work out with us. And, and plus, honestly, if we're one flesh, is it my problem or is it our problem? Is it her problem? Is she the bad guy or is it us sharing this issue? It's us. And so I can't dog her out without injuring both of us if we're doing it right. And I don't wanna do that. I do wanna pick my nose through the entire thing. I have a nose here that's really getting into my
1: thanks for sharing. Sure. I just wanted to share that on the show
0: with hundreds of people. Great. Anybody else wanna step up to the microphone and then uh, take one more comment? Come on. This is good. This is like this isn't miracle idol. We're not gonna we're not you don't gonna have cr- to sing. we're not gonna critique you afterwards. And the only reason why we have a microphone is it's not going to broadcast you through the room. You'll sound just like you do. It's just the people at home will be able to hear. Any, 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 uh, any, um, any, any stories that popped in your head that, that uh, you could relate to in, in some of the stuff that we shared about ourself? Uh, if there's not anything, there's not. But I just don't want to hold you back. She wants to get up there so bad.
1: Myself,
0: I'm just, yeah, go ahead. Today, myself, I'm just being a good listener. I mean, and I'm, I'm here to learn. You know, I've been the one that does a lot of talking. Uh, our relationship one to resolve it, uh, thinking I can do it all alone. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you and your wife both gave me some good pointers. So, I okay. think I'm starting to being.
1: Thank you. Good. Well,
0: Thank that's you. That's a guy thing, though, isn't it? We, we want to fix stuff. It's like, don't cry. Don't sit there and cry. What's wrong? Nothing. That Oh, that drives us crazy. Because we know there's something. And if we know what it is, we can fix it because we're doers. <laughs> we we want to, if, if it involves a sword and a shield, we can attack it. But if we don't know what it is, we can't do anything about it. The, the hardest thing I've learned is that ladies are so totally different, so totally different. Mm-hmm. And it could be something you're off the hook, man. You ain't got to stand there if you don't want to. He's uh, like, can I, can I sit down? Um, but, but isn't that the way it is? I mean, it, it, I'm not going to mock women because I love them. I married one, and I have one that's really short that I like at my house, uh, a little girl named Jenna. But, but I've noticed that men see things. You know, I can have a bad day at work and come home and have a good day at home. It's very hard for my wife to do that. It, it's yeah. all blended together. And usually, no matter who ticked her off, it's my fault. <laughs> it's coming back on me. She can't be nice to me if somebody else was angry with her or, or ticked her off or some lady gave her a hard time with coupons at the Walmart. And, uh, and that's something we're working together on. Because am I any different when I'm in a bad mood as a man and, um, and, and something I'm building, you know, out in the garage or I can't find a tool, I'm going to come in and I'm going to yell at the whole family, even the boy who can't even, hadn't even seen the garage. He doesn't even know we have a garage. He's a year <laughs> and a half old. He doesn't even know what the sky is yet, but I'm going to blame him because I can't find a hacksaw. Um, so, so are we really that different after all?
1: Not so much. But <laughs> see, if
0: I, if I will take the lead and I will shut up And calm down and say, you know what? You probably lost the hacksaw. What's your wife doing with a hacksaw anyway?
1: (laughs) Not a good thing. And and that's not a
0: stereotype. I'm just saying. She don't touch the hacksaws. It's just the truth in our home. Um, If I will take the lead and and quit saying, you know what? When she does something right, I'll do something right. Or when when she gets this worked out, I'll repay her. I've, I've just learned that as frustrated as I want to know, as much as I want to know why we're ticked off, and mostly I just want to know why, because if it's me, I want to I change it so I'm not in trouble. <laughs> I just don't want to get in trouble. Uh, but if it's me, I want to change it. But um, I, I, I want to, I've just started letting go. Kind of like when you give in to temptation, how you fight it and fight it, fight it, and then you release, and then you feel dirty. Giving in to God is much the same way. It's, it's actually what we, what we typically do is we're like, I'm going to be good. I'm going to be good. I'm going to be good. And then, oh, I fail. And, and how are you going to live for God if, if that's the way you live for God, stressing a muscle? It's not like that. It's like those Nest Tea commercials where the guy would just fall backwards into the water back in the day. Um, what you do is you just you just say, you know what? I, I don't understand. I don't know how God's going to work this out. I want to fight. I want to fix it. I want to defend my honor. I want to give my point across because if she would just listen to my magical words, her soul would be healed and everything would be fine. But I'm just going to give up. And not in a bad way. I'm going to give in to what God wants. Turn every worry into a prayer. Every fear into a prayer. Every pressure into a prayer. And in, in us talkers, that's the biggest thing that's worked for me. God, please help me. She's coming down the stairs. Please help me not scream at her because I know she's going to push my buttons, you know, stuff like that. Lord, help me. And, and, you know, the prayers for the lottery tickets don't usually work. And prayers for uh, when I was a kid, praying for the prize to be in the cereal box usually don't work. But prayers like that work. God, God's all about wanting to help you in your relationship um, because it's the model for your children for, for their relationship with him. And if your marriage is on, on tap, uh, and, and, not, and if you don't have kids, your, your relationship is a model for other people and their children believe it or not because you know you walk through walmart and you see people and you're like good lord why'd they even why'd they come to walmart dressed like that we notice the negative stuff about people people notice the positive even more but again you have to focus on it do you have anything else i
1: don't think so no
0: do you guys have any other questions comments input did you have a good time all right Remember, uh, we're going to wrap it up, but remember you can check us out at, on our website, geeklovesnerd.com. This episode, episode 44, and 43 other ones right there. We have forums. You can email us your comments and feedback. We especially want to hear from the people that weren't here. Geeklovesnerd at gmail.com, or you can call us at 206-657-04. Thank you. Until next week, Jen, I loved you. I loved you, too. Peace out.
1: Find more great clean podcasts like this one at cleancasts.com.